0: The show is brought to you by One Hope Winery in Napa Valley, the winery where every bottle gives back. To schedule your private tasting, visit uncorkedshow.com. Welcome to Uncorked. I'm your host, Risha Garnata, and today we have Steve Tavakira. He is okay. the um, director of marketing.
1: I am regional marketing director. Re-
0: okay, with Compass.
1: That's correct. Yes.
0: Yeah, and yes. Compass is, uh, you know, headlining every. I mean, every single week there's like a new headline about Compass.
1: Yeah, it's it's been quite the journey. Um, I've been with the company now for one year, mm-hmm. um, and the growth that we've seen in a number of our markets has. Um, has been astonishing and and something I've been very proud of, to be part of, yeah.
0: Definitely something people are talking about. Yeah. Um, So we're here with, we've got some sparkling brew. Fantastic. Yeah. We're celebrating uh, the first episode of Uncorked, so cheers. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. All right, we're going to try this. we got to, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Look, I'm not a sparkling kind of person, (laughs) but... uh, yeah, go out and get yourself a bottle so, of that. It's pretty good.
0: <laughs> so this is a sparkling bottle, like literally. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a celebration bottle. It's from yeah. One Hope Winery, okay. and every bottle gives back. So this bottle specifically, it funds healthy meals to end hunger. So by drinking this wine, okay. you are making a difference in ending hunger. That's great. There you go, Steve. So, And then we'll switch it up to cab when we uh, are ready.
1: Perfect. Once we get through that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Once we get, we'll see. We'll see where the uh, conversations take us. But um, so, first of all, like, what do you do at Compass? I I know you're. So I, so
1: I run a team of extremely. Talented marketers. We uh, we have a team of around 20 now in uh, in the San Diego region. We have uh, around 13 marketing advisors that work day in day out with with uh, our customers, which are our agents,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: to help them put together strategic plans and help them uh, utilize the tools that we have to ultimately grow their businesses. Uh, we have around seven in our design team, uh, which are constantly creating you know uh, custom designs and, and utilizing the. Uh, the, uh, the custom templates that we have um, well, that basically mirror our, you know, our brand strategy that uh, is, uh, has been one of the, I suppose, the strengths or, or the pillars of, of Compass from, from once we launched.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I would say the one thing that attracted me to, to Compass was that marketing platform. So what you guys are doing there is amazing. That's right. absolutely huge. And um, the other thing, I mean, and then brand. So if we can right. kind of, Explore brand and how brand plays into marketing.
1: Yeah, it's huge. Um, I don't. You can't be successful these days without a brand. Um, the the brand, and I'm just not talking about kind of logos and, mm-hmm. and fonts and things like that. I mean, you you've got to have a story, you, and mm-hmm. that's got to be depicted in uh, you know whether that is a logo, the way that you consistently communicate with uh, with your crowd. You know, they talk about brand being one of those things that. Um, it's what people say about you once you leave the room, right? It's the thing that stays behind. Right. Um, and, you know, building a strengthened brand in these days is very important when we're looking at uh, saturation in the market with, with a number of products. And we're in a very hyper-competitive um, phase at the moment. So in real estate, not being, uh, you know, immune to that. So mm-hmm. it is important that you have a, a clean, consistent brand. The one thing I say about branding is, uh, you know, consistency is key. Consistency builds integrity. Yeah. So I can, I will trust you, even if I don't know you, if you come across me in a consistent, you communicate in a consistent manner. Okay. So, and that, if we, we're talking about real estate, you know, that's talking about the, the flyers, the pieces that you create, mm-hmm. consistency across your social networks, all of your marketing channels. Uh, one of the things that we also say is that you've got to be consistent across and we talk about an omni-channel approach um in the past you could get away with just sending mailers or you could
0: right, you yep. know
1: door knockers and these sorts of things that now you you need to be all encompassing you mm-hmm. you still need to do that you need to have a good email strategy you've, you've got to have a good online footprint um you've got to be active in in social you've got to be active on google and these sorts of things so yeah. it, it is it is much more complex than it used to be, and the reason being is that everyone has accessibility to these platforms, they've, they've mm-hmm. made it easy.
0: Yeah, so our hope yeah. is by the end of this bottle mm. that everybody listening will be able to know exactly how to market themselves
1: <laughs> we'll, and
0: brand themselves and yeah, I don't know, we'll, we'll do you crack, think you
1: could <laughs> We'll crack the code crack at the end of this, a, yeah. yeah, I don't believe, uh, you know, and, and marketing is one of those things, it's so exciting and why I've, I've been in it for so long, it, it's not, there is no real silver bullet you know Mm -hmm. it it is everyone has their unique value proposition and it's about working out what that is and how do you tell your story through that
0: yeah Um, that's huge story Uh, brand is all about storytelling Uh and um, you know making the client the hero i think that compass did a good job with making the agent the hero right and and so just really kind of Fixing every problem that they have. I know I keep talking about Compass. I mean, obviously I'm a fan.
1: Yes, of course.
0: Um, and then you're from Compass, so right. it's perfect. But um, yeah, there's. I, I think that with marketing and branding, the way that you kind of tie them together is just beautiful.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, the way we, we look at the Compass brand is a, is a, a canvas. You mm-hmm. know, we, uh, we want uh, our customers to look at it at a place that they can grow their platforms off. Um, yeah. Ultimately, you know, we're we're in real estate um mm-hmm. the heart of real estate is marketing yeah you know, that's that's ultimately what differentiates everything right. um so if you lead with a strong brand and you can see it across other industries you know yeah. um, strong brands that stay front of mind um again build that trust through in, through integrity and then helping our agents have that uh that path to their their customers so it's, mm-hmm. it's an easy you know it makes it takes the friction away for them when they're having the discussions and ultimately you know, our agents are the the professionals when it comes to the transaction.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: we're just trying to help facilitate that for you and yeah, get you there because you're the professionals that, you know, and, and we are grateful that uh, at Compass we, we work with the best agents. And that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I, I'm so proud of, of what we've been able to build, yeah. especially here in San Diego.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I was going to ask yeah. you actually so when you say being proud of it, I think that some people have a difficult job where they're having to market something they're not proud of. Right. I feel like now where I'm marketing this great brand, I'm actually proud of it. So when I'm taking these design pieces that you've already made, thank you, and I'm putting (laughs) them out on social media, I feel great about it and people are complimenting it and they're saying how great it looks. And even just the logo itself, I could slap that logo on something and it just looks beautiful, I'm proud of it. It doesn't interfere with my marketing.
1: Right, and no. that's
0: huge. The brand yeah. plus marketing. Is right, the, no, yeah. it's
1: true, and it, and it's about bringing the agent to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're big on lifestyle photography. The reason we're on big on lifestyle photography is a headshot doesn't tell you who you are. Yeah, you know, people can right. look amazing in headshots. And it's I'm, like
0: a 19, you know, right. 90s it, headshot. Yeah, yeah,
1: right, right. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, but, sorry, you know, guys. Getting- <laughs> <laughs> but getting more uh, of you know more personal around who you are where yeah. you know the the areas that you service mm-hmm. um, you know and that's about connecting you with the neighborhood that you are an expert in yeah
0: um,
1: again you know the, the the idea of the canvas of, of compass is to uh, to give you a, a, a platform that you can build build yourself off um, I think you know as marketing and uh, in, particularly in in real estate uh, has has evolved um, the, Like many other industries, uh, the story we keep going back to that is the only true differentiator. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in a in a in a world where, if you don't, if you have unique IP, then you've possibly got a two-year advantage on the market. Mm -hmm. Um, When you don't have any kind of unique IP. it's all up for grabs. I yeah. mean, people there's people are very resourceful now. The, right. the access that we have to, to information uh, on the web, there's you can get access to talent that you've never had access to before. So, it's it's actually very easy for people to to copy. Um, the one thing they can't is is your story and mm-hmm. your approach to your customers and and uh, and, and ultimately, you know, your, your brand. Yeah, so. that's good. Yeah.
0: So moving away from real estate,
1: right? Let's move because I feel
0: like we've talked a lot about that. Okay. Though I love real estate. Of
1: course. Um, Yeah.
0: So when we talk about brand and marketing, and maybe if we just look at kind of the retail space, so headline Mm -hmm. news, Old Navy just like divorced Gap or is going to (laughs) separate themselves from Gap uh, because Gap is kind of closing down some stores, but not only have they separated themselves from Gap, but they're actually opening like, don't quote me on this, 800 stores. Right. Um, Kind of sounds dangerous, but
1: okay. um,
0: yeah. But yeah, do you have any thoughts on that? And like, well, these retail spaces are just shutting down.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, what we're seeing now in, in the in that, especially in that field, is more around uh, you know authenticity around brands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being really clear on what the brand is and what the brand proposition is. I think in the past it was, it was kind of easy to mix brands together um, and there's you know there, there's obviously operational advantages in in doing that um, mm. but ultimately I, I don't I don't know I don't know the space that well I'm not a fashionista by any mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, by any stretch but right. uh, is Gap the same as Old Navy is the Gap customer the same as the Old Navy customer right. and that, you know if, if we tie that back to a, a marketing perspective is it's all about knowing who your audience mm-hmm. is. Um, is does someone from Gap no. Navy?
0: So I, I did so, some research, right? right. Yeah. And uh, Old Navy, I think the clientele is going to be more of like a younger person that's okay. looking for uh, more affordable clothes. So kind yeah. of like more competing with the online okay. shopper. Right. Um, you go there for sport graphic tees or just fun graphic okay. tees. Gap has like this weird space where it's Um, stores that are probably for a little bit older of an age group about the same price but yeah where does it fit in like when I think of Gap I think if I want something casual to go to the
1: beach right
0: to, like, I don't really know but it's not beachware so, so yeah it is unclear
1: right. and I think that's that's the concern I think in the in the past especially with big box retailers it was people had to go there because it was really yeah. the only option that they had now with uh, with technology and, and what's accessible to us and online um, especially in the fashion world. They really need to have, you know, authenticity around their brands. They need to be able to basically say what what they are. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at, I, I do look at some business cases within fashion, but uh, if you look at how Zara has built themselves up, if you look mm-hmm. at um, Forever 21, you know, they were very clear on who they yeah. are. Yeah, but Forever 21 is
0: about to file bankruptcy, which that one I can't wrap my mind around because that has well, a very clear, specific. I think, yeah,
1: I think you you'd have to separate, you know. Uh, operational oh,
0: yeah. okay.
1: issues that makes sense. To, uh, to brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the two have to work, yeah. to work together. I think ultimately if we're, we're talking about, say, the, the entrepreneur, um, you, you need to have a clear understanding of you know, what is your business plan and what is your marketing plan, and the two, yeah. the two better work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's definitely an interesting space, it's an interesting time. The experiential is the next part. If brands can't bring some kind of experience, and we and we can you know, parlay that back into real estate as well, you, yeah. there needs to be an experience. People right. people want experience, so experiential marketing is is huge, and mm. you're seeing that with the redesign of uh, the the mall spaces that you that you see now. Yeah. Um, you know, Westfield malls are they're, they're very much around experience. So they want mm-hmm. they people want to go to a place where they feel like they can you know they can hang out. Um, yeah. they, they get the vibe from the place. You mm-hmm. know, not not just a place where they go in and out of.
0: Of, of shops. Yeah. yeah. So UTC, have you been there lately? Oh, That's the one. Oh my god. So yeah. there's this uh, Wolves, something Wolves.
1: Oh. Uh, it's a
0: bar that you go into. Yes. Have, have you heard of this? And then you raised sit, by wolves? raised by wolves. You right. sit in the like fireplace couch or something, right. and then they turn you around, and now you're inside the bar. How good is that? And that is yeah. an experience. I mean, that that's a cool thing. Right
1: from the very beginning. Yeah. Right? And so, then when you yeah.
0: walk in, it's like scotch all over the place. Well, that's <laughs> all these fine scotches. It's all and about whiskeys. the experience. Yeah.
1: But again, clear on you know you know what your expectations are right. when when you hear about it. It sounds cool, you know. So it's got that it's got that appeal. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, you're going to go back there and you're going to recommend yeah. it to your friends because of the experience that you've you've had. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm sure the service is on point as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I've been there; it's pretty good. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, this is great.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so let's talk about marketing of this particular oh, brand. Oh, that that's you see actually here, yeah, right? that's and, a good idea. Uh, and shelf presence.
0: Okay, great.
1: I mean, if I was <laughs> if I was launching a uh, a wine or a, or a sparkling brand, yeah. um, How else would you I mean, it, that's the only way that you really get visibility on a shelf, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, I always, and mind you, I worked in a bottle shop for, right. the, it was like my Oh, wait, three, you have to tell me about that and I have to yeah, show you the my, back of
0: this bottle.
1: Yeah, and I always sat there when I was facing mm-hmm. the, um, the shelving, wondering how do these people make any money? Because how do I choose, like, if I'm not, and I think wine now is one of those things that people are a little bit more educated on, but, yeah. um Yeah. You know, ten years ago, when yeah. I was working in in a bottle shop in between jobs. Okay, so you when know? you say
0: bottle shop, because. So I'm from uh, Australia. You're if from. You yes. yeah.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> if, if you didn't if realize, you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't realize, it's not a speech But you're Italian. That I have, Your last name's I am. Italian. So my, That's yeah, confusing. So no, my back. Yeah, so my, I am actually first generation Italian. My family migrated um, from Italy, a town called Pescato in Italy, Ooh. which is a beautiful town, uh, to Australia, and I grew up in Melbourne, Australia, in the, in the Yarra Valley, which is a it's a beautiful part of. Of, uh, of, Mal- of of Australia. Um, but I grew up in, in vineyards around vineyards wow. and sweeping Hill. I, I kind of say it's the Temecula of um, Australia. But yeah. it's just a lot. It's greener. not the Napa Valley. Just a lot greener. It's the Temecula. Yeah, Temecula, because you yeah, the wineries are a little closer. Napa oh, Valley, it's yeah. it's really spaced mm-hmm. out, yeah. which is kind of annoying because okay. you, if you're drinking, you can't drive around. Yeah, you know, you that's
0: true. But, Definitely. Um, Still my favorite but,
1: place, but yeah, you know the the competitiveness in in the in the wine game is is mm-hmm. something like that. if you if you parallel that to to real estate, you know how do you stand out? And I'm not saying that right. you should wear a sparkly jacket. No. Look, but God no. What I'm saying is you need to think about ways. That it and yeah. I, I understand this has got a, a philanthropic mm-hmm. aspect around it as well I, I think people you, you do need to give back yeah. um, that needs to be a portion of it you know the market again it goes back to understanding your audience mm-hmm. you know and really delving into that um, yeah. I think these days if you look at the uh, the larger audiences that we have and the, the millennial groups you know they all want to support brands that, that are they're social conscious, that are, that are supporting, that are giving back. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the first things that they'll lead with. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw the success of the Tom's brand yeah. because of that, um, yeah. you know, and others that, that followed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you, there definitely needs to be some kind of social conscious piece to that. Yeah. So it needs to look pretty cool. Yeah, You know.
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah it's definitely something that you want to celebrate with, right? Right, exactly. So yeah. um, it definitely makes an impression. I think it was mm-hmm. in the refrigerator and someone tried yeah. to to grab it and goes. Oh, look at that! Because you know, yeah. it just gets your attention. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's so it tastes good. It's and definitely eye it, grabbing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other wine that we're just going to drink is just a Cabernet okay. that I picked up from right. Trader Joe's. And the only thing I'm going to say good. about this. I love
1: Trader Joe's. Yeah,
0: Is so Trader Joe's sometimes has some great specials. Yeah. So what's Trader Joe's known for? Let's go there for just a second. Okay. They're known for having their own, like they have their own type of food, but you know you're going right. to eat healthy. Yes. What are some other things when you think of Trader Joe's? Good wine?
1: Me? Good <laughs> good wine. They actually have a really good boxed wine, if you believe it or no, not. No, I will not believe that. Well, so cheers, to, cheers, cheers to, that.
0: to not drinking boxed wine. But it's
1: Australian boxed wine, so it has <laughs> to be half good.
0: I don't know about that. But this was like a forty-five dollar bottle cool. that they're selling for twenty dollars. Yeah.
1: The one thing I, I don't understand about Trader Joe's is you can never find a ripe avocado at Trader Joe's.
0: Yeah, I know. You have to well, they have to go to like the ones so, that are almost too yeah. bad.
1: So like uh, anyone from Trader Joe's listens to this. Yes. <laughs> Good.
0: Fix that problem, could some, guys. Could fix someone it.
1: do something about the yeah, avocados? They're, exactly. they're always hard as rock. I yeah. have to wait a week and then I forget about and them. Then them and then I can't and even then use them. Yeah,
0: exactly. No, I agree. Wow. In fact, I actually have them pick out avocados for me. I'll have someone.
1: No, that's sort of Come, yeah,
0: no, it exists. You grab wow. someone and you say, hey, I actually don't know how to pick out an avocado. Okay. And then they'll kind of tell you, and I still don't know how to pick one out. but oh, um, But I do, like, I do like them. So um, okay. when it comes to, like, marketing, do's mm-hmm. and don'ts, can you tell us, like, some quick, because I really want someone to walk away and get, like, a great takeaway of what's, what's, an, what's something to avoid with marketing? I'm putting you on the spot right here.
1: But. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> avoid not being uh, authentic avoid not being yourself don't don't try and be someone else but it's because i believe more and more now people see through it Mm -hmm. um you know and if you want to have a reputable brand and sure you know it it does take time so i think patience is the next key to that so be authentic have patience Uh, again consistency is is key Um, if we look at uh, social media and how that's evolved uh, you know there was a, a Big usage of uh, kind of growth engines, where you could you know, plug into platforms and they mm-hmm. would help you grow your followers. And if we look at how um, that uh, that industry is kind of transformed now, where we're going closer or back to what it was designed for, and that was to connect people. Well, it, it kind of goes against, you know, what the, the whole idea of connecting with your your friends. So, and authenticity yeah. as well. You, I mean you can have 10,000 20,000 followers and you don't know any of them that doesn't make sense does it no um, you know and, and then how do no, you, really then how <laughs> do you connect with them so yeah. i think going back to that that authenticity and it takes and it takes longer i don't i don't mm-hmm. think there's any um, you know shortcut to this you've you've got to present your brand consistently over a very long period of time yeah. um, you know if we if, if we look at some of the great brands over time and some that i've been fortunate enough to work with uh, but John Deere and, and Mercedes-Benz, they, they mm-hmm. haven't changed their brand. Hi, what
0: a resume. I didn't even right. get to go into your resume. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. okay. So you worked with John Deere and Mercedes-Benz. So my, yeah, so
1: I actually, I'm a kind of different kind of marketer. I, my background is is actually in engineering and design, so okay. I was a design engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an MBA in, in marketing strategy and change management. Um, But I worked for uh, a subsidiary of Toyota, um, spent some time in Japan, uh, worked within Toyota and then uh, went to John Deere and worked in agriculture, uh, which was an amazing experience. Uh, I I challenge anyone to have a brand as strong as John Deere. Really? Yeah. Um, Why?
0: I mean, tell tell us. So,
1: yeah, John Deere was one of those things that was, the product was built for the people. Yeah, that that's all. What they worked out what the customer need was, and uh, you know, and almost you know the, the branding was was secondary to it. Mm-hmm. The, the founder John Deere himself just put his name to the company he wasn't yeah. focused on building a brand. He was just focused on building you know an amazing product. Um, and, and it's it, like tra-
0: tractors, tractors, right? Yeah, but right, is there yeah. any other brand of tractor?
1: There is plenty of other No, but attractors. I mean, is there any other but no, everyone, is wants, is a, want to everyone wants a yeah. green and green and yellow yeah. tractor. I mean, if we, if we take some marketing lessons from that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the consistency in, in their brand, but it really started from creating an amazing product and an amazing service. Yeah. You could have the best brand, but if, if your service is crap or your product yeah. falls apart, you know, you're not, it's not going to give you longevity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that, And very similar to Mercedes-Benz, a prestigious brand. I, I loved working for both of those brands, very different in how they go to market. Um, but again in the, in the luxury segment it was about understanding who our customers are and what they want yeah. um, they want to have the experience they want to sit in a, in a in a beautiful environment right. so everything from how we go to market in terms of our our flyers and, and our and our print pieces to when they walk into the dealership it's all got to be consistent yeah. um, even down to you know how we utilize the floor space within the dealership the people right. that we employ the and, and what so even they're
0: wearing, I would say. What even they wearing. And how yeah. they talk to the customer Correct. and yeah. all of that. I think that when you go into I'll just throw one out there, like a Mazda dealership versus Mercedes Benz or BMW. <laughs> I mean you can just feel the difference because I right. you know, I've done that where I've shopped lots of cars and yeah. just kind of um had bad experiences at a right. lot of dealerships, you know? And Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, that coming from that world taught me a lot because mm-hmm. it was a hyper competitive world as right. as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I think similar to uh To what we're saying, with you know, knowing your brand, if you look at if you're parallel automotive, each brand kind of knows their audience and knows their lane, and they try Mm -hmm. and stay within that. Sure, some of them will launch products that, that may cross over, right. but they know where their bread and butter is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there was a third thing we could add to the list of must-dos yeah. um, is provide an amazing product and service, mm-hmm. regardless of what your brand looks like. Yeah, Just be really attentive to your customers and understand, you know, what they need. Um, mm-hmm. The best business you'll get is referral business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that a lot of people know how to do that, um, like yeah. no, like the successful I'm just going to call it agents because that's right. the market that we yeah. work in. But a lot of realtors really, really know how to serve the client, service mm-hmm. the client. Um, they, they really care about customer service. But then I just imagine what if they took their brand to that next level and they knew how to market themselves, but they know how to have relationships. So it's yeah. like really working on having it all, like, like presenting that all to the client.
1: Right, having definitely, you know, it's definitely got to start with an amazing service um, mm-hmm. that you provide. Uh, and then again, you know, the the brand aspect of that is not necessarily the person that you've already engaged with, because yeah. they know you and they trust you. Mm-hmm. It's the people who don't know you yet, yeah. or the people that you get that referral from, where it's like, you know, I worked with Risha, she was great. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: you should try working okay. with her. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is Google who's Risha, and I'm going to yeah. look at, what what is, what is she? How has she put herself out to the market? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where the brand side kind of kicks in to help build that integrity. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm trying to think if there's any other um, interrogating questions I can ask you.
1: Please. <laughs> we, we haven't even finished the bottle yet.
0: I know, right? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite drink?
1: Uh, I'm a red wine drinker. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you I, know. Since moving from Australia, I mean, Australians and Known as beer drinkers. Okay, so no, and I, I'm I, not.
0: A, I stir away from Australian wines. Like when I see an Australian really? wine, is that bad?
1: Australian, <laughs> have you got some of the best wine in the world? No. Okay, what,
0: what kind of grape? What kind of a...
1: We do, I mean, do, it's do, the do, same kind of varieties, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got an amazing climate for, for great wines. So yeah. we'll have to explore that.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> maybe we'll try that next. Maybe we'll do like yeah. a comparison. That would be Napa great. versus Australia.
1: Yeah, please bring it on. All
0: right.
1: Uh, I, I'm sure we'll uh, we we'll compete in uh, in yeah. that sense. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, this has been great. I appreciate yeah, you, you having me on. Yeah. Uh,
0: cheers. 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 All
1: right.
0: Thank you.